Welcome to another episode of The Review. Today we are going to be talking about episode 4 of Game of Thrones, The Last of the Starks. Check it out. This time we are going to talk about the consequences of that long, boring-ass night. With me, got Lee with me. What up? And then my homegirl, Alicia. Hey, y'all. So we had an episode that I felt was particularly better than the long night. What are your thoughts? I am a fan of story. So as far as that goes, yes, I liked it much better for the story. I liked it. And then I also didn't like it. There were some moments where, you know, for me, I'm like, ah, eek, like very emotional, exciting. And then there was some that pissed me off. Pissed off because you're mad at something that happened on the show, like the way it was written or pissed off because it wasn't good. Like it wasn't, I think it, it didn't hold any weight or anything like what that. What pissed me off the most mm-hmm probably was a combination of those two things okay where it was poorly written nonsense on the show like it didn't make sense to me so i felt like they could have just done a better job of execution on that front we'll get into that fair enough i have opinions and thoughts (laughs) you definitely do that's why you are here all right so normally we start at the beginning of the episode and we work our way through it talk about different things bounce around But I feel like with this episode, we have to start at the end. Okay. Mm. It ended with Daenerys with the lip quiver. Like, she was so angry. Her lip was, like, quivering. You mother... Yeah. You know, so... She was ready to throw hands. She had to. I wish them would. No, no, they did. They did. Yeah, she did. She goes, I can't believe a mother would, is what that look was. And I don't know why y'all didn't think what happened was going to happen Basically, that was inevitable. That was going to happen regardless. The yeah, end, once Masanda got captured, she was dead. Yeah, I said, Period. heads got to roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That happened. Mm-hmm. Well, Literally. The, the deaths Ooh. that we were looking for last week, I felt like we got more. The deaths had a little more oomph behind them this week. Yeah. This was an emotional. She was an innocent. This is solidifying Cersei's need to go. Like, <laughs> you can, it's arguable whether or not everybody else she killed deserved it. You know, maybe they didn't do anything to her, but maybe they did something. But she's an innocent. She's not an innocent. She's like, she is Daenerys' right-hand woman at this point. She's not innocent now. Like, she she is right there. But but she's innocent. No, she she's not. She didn't do anything wrong to anybody. She even said it. My people can't defend themselves. She's been right there coaching. She's in Daenerys' corner. She's not coaching. She's advising. Well, that still exactly. counts as the <laughs> squad. Yes. Like, she's on Daenerys. She's obviously Team Daenerys, and right. she's a captain. So let me rephrase If it. Daenerys had MySpace, Masande being her top eight. For she's Positive. Absolutely <laughs> in the top eight. Okay, so she's she's innocent by Game of Thrones standards. Okay. Yeah, she didn't ever do anything wrong to anybody. No, like, I'm, she was never malicious or oh, any yeah. of that, those things. So you said she's useless. In other words, oh, what I'm what? hearing is that wow. Masande is pretty much useless. <laughs> mm, she speaks like 17 languages. But what did what did she do? And she taught Grey Worm how to be a human. She's the prince of Westeros. What, she, what did she prince. do of consequence Please. since we met her? She held, Let's be honest here. She stood there and looked good as hell. She did look good. <laughs> she did. She, she held that down. What did she do? Daenerys navigate her way through Marine. She humanized Daenerys. She like obviously translated. She gave she gave Tyrion backstory as to why slavery was bad because apparently he didn't get it. She was so a diversity hire. That's what she was. But yeah. she also humanized HR Grey Worm because otherwise otherwise Grey Worm is just strong on Sully. Who cares? What has he done since Listen, he's been? All somebody don't care because he's about to face. go into a death rage. He's about to go into a instant kill mode. Yeah, yeah he is. That's he about is. to happen. Yes. And and now I'm not as upset as I was last week 
that one of them, if not both of them, didn't die. Because I feel like now it means more. There's more gravitas. They weren't going to have a happy ending. Oh, yeah, we knew that. But I think now it sets up, as opposed to one of them dying in that big battle. This was a little bit more intimate. This was very malicious type of death. Yeah, they they hit him right in the field. So I think, obviously, Grey Worm is wrecked. Yes. And I think that he's going to revert to everything that he knows as an unsullied and he's going to go into kill mode now hopefully what i'd like to see is there i think gray worm is going to try to go after the mountain where i could see that kind of happening but also then oh who's on the way down we have Arya and the hound both like the hound obviously clagang bowl the mountain is still on Arya's list maybe the three of them end up taking him out some kind of way who knows maybe the maybe the hound is losing and then they the other two jump in or maybe one of them is distracting the mountain and then they jump in i don't know but i think that could be a something do you think this rage that gray worm may fall into may actually compromise his thinking so let's say your scenario happens what do you think about possibly him being in such a rage seeing such red that he's just swinging on everybody i think that's a distinct possibility mm-hmm. and he don't he doesn't at this point have anything to live for he, well, the only thing he had to live for before Masande was the queen. So he, he still he should be left. living for her, though, right? Yes, but I think I think potentially he helps eradicate right the the current administration, <laughs> and then is if this we, the Mueller if we, report? If we are to believe this Mad Queen theory, well, then he's on the side of the Mad Queen. So then he becomes essentially an enemy to right John and whoever. Mm-hmm. Assuming that the Mad Queen theory, right. you know, Daenerys. I mean. She she was pissed. She was hurt. It's all emotion now. Like she she probably feels regret that she didn't take over King's Landing when she could have a couple seasons ago, right. whatever, whatever. So do we think this Mad Queen theory is going to come to I'm not really buying the Mad Queen narrative so much. I think there's something that's feeling a little forced. Concur. Like it it feels like the the writers are trying to push us to this whole like Daenerys is going to go crazy thing when right. in actuality Hell yeah, you should be pissed. Your best friend just got her head lopped right. off. You lost Jorah. You lost a, two dragons. Mm-hmm. You've like, hell yeah, she should yeah. be pissed off. And anybody can get it. And like the whole pushing her to be the mad queen, I'm like, no, she's angry. She's angry. That's right. But she's not crazy. But what did her father do? Set people on fire, right? But he was crazy. Like I heard voices. He was paranoid. She's not doing or displaying any of those activities or but, behaviors. But the... The results might still be the same. Could be. Like, she might set everybody on fire, like, even innocent. But at this point, she has been, she's not listening. She's listening to her advisors, and they're not steering her in a way that's winning her this war. So She's partially listening. There you go. She's partially listening, but she's not listening to the important stuff. They're They're trying to coach her and counsel her to be measured. Right. And she's trying to be measured. She's trying to do right. But what she doesn't understand, she's fallen victim to this whole you know, uh, this moral ambiguity thing that Ned kind of fell victim to. You know what I mean? There is no distinct right and wrong in Westeros. No, it's everything very is very subjective. Everything is subjective. Mm-hmm. So you trying to, quote, do right may not be possible, right. let alone and actually right. Correct. I and agree. like they're trying to now push the whole, you know, protecting the innocents and, you know, you, you destroy the city, you take out all these people. Well, one... Obviously, Cersei doesn't give a damn about that. So that's why she brought them into the Red Keep. Now, as the citizens, I'm like, I don't understand why you would go in there. Why would you trust 
anything that any of these Lannister... Do you have a choice? You didn't have to go into the Red Keep. If, if the queen... She blew up the Sept of Baylor. Why would you trust anything that she but, did? But I'm saying is, do you have a choice? It's not whether they want to or not. If the queen, who is still the queen, says, I need everybody in this location or you die, what do you do? You, you have to show up, right? You know you're going to die either way, right? But at least this way it delays it. Like, but, So you're saying that you would go like if Cersei was like, I need you in the Red Keep like you wouldn't go? No. You can leave King's Landing. You're not bound there. We don't, we, I imagine most of them probably are. Look, we need to address this. This All of this is very pertinent to the fact that nobody seems to be getting any wiser than they were eight seasons ago. Mm-hmm. Okay? I mean, I see John and Daenerys riding dragons towards the Red Keep, smiling and shit at each other. When's the last, you're not supposed to smile in Westeros. You smile, the person next to you gets dead. That's what happens. <laughs> gets Ain't dead. no happiness. In we- How dare you no. be happy in Westeros? I do think, though, I disagree. I disagree with your point a little bit. I do think there are some characters that are either getting smarter. I think people are either getting smarter or making better decisions, which might not be like intellect smarter, but learning from their Their past mistakes. mistakes. Okay. And I think that Sansa's one. I I need you to break down how Sansa is. I need that Mm. breakdown. Because when we first met Sansa, when we first met her, Mm -hmm. season one, what, what was all that she wanted? She just wanted she said, to be a queen. Yeah, she just she wanted said to be a queen. It. She was ready to marry Joffrey, ready, ready to marry into the Lannister. One of the best lines in the show, by the way. She said, it's all I've ever wanted. Oh, I love her so much. So I, just to, I just want to be his queen and give him babies with golden hair. <laughs> it's all I've ever wanted. I just want to give wanted. him golden head babies. Wow. And so right now, <laughs> while we might not agree with what she's doing, I feel comfortable in saying that she now like has a plan. She has thought. So one thing, for example... When Daenerys was ready to take the army and the dragons, Sansa said, hey, maybe we should let them rest. Was okay. that not actually a good idea that maybe would it's have a, saved that other dragon well, that it's, was? It's a logical idea, but we can't say that that would have saved them because... We don't know, but we what we do know is that Sansa, or I, can, I feel like Sansa would not have had that thought process because her goal in the past was like so superficial but at, so, the, at the same time her goal is to do anything the opposite of what daenerys wants that doesn't make it wrong though but but it doesn't make it smart though i think it does like it's to, to she she's just opposing her to oppose her my thing is because what is your solution she's sansa, strategic i think no, sansa, sansa pettily took that information <laughs> and ran with it as soon as she damn could i think we didn't get to see the re- the reaction right. to when Arya and sansa found out about who Jon Snow actually was. So maybe that plays a role in the future. And maybe the reasoning that Sansa told Tyrion, maybe that plays out in the well, future too. So I think that's likely because she hesitated before she told Tyrion. She knows that Tyrion is going to say something. He has to. He has right. to at least say something to Varys. She knows that she by mentioning it to anybody, it's going to spread. All of a sudden, when it spreads, he will already have a backing, even if he doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. Well, like Vera said, is now it's information. It's not yes. a secret anymore. Nope. Enough people know that it's information. Yep. But with Sansa, you do it with the effort of what if and she said, what if there's someone better? Talking about John. Yes. But you oppose John's things every step of the way anyway, because Sansa, at the end of the day, she's got some Cersei in her. She does. Where she's been around that and she wants the rule because you... I, I don't think that Sansa would want John on the throne without 
the possibility of her being able to be extremely influential. I don't think Sansa. I don't think Sansa wants power. I think that she is trying to learn from her old mistakes, and I think she's hard to trust. Not 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 she's hard to trust, but she's slow to trust. Yes, right. And she has learned a hard lesson that the only people who probably didn't do her wrong is her family. I do agree with you, Alicia. That I do feel that Sansa is part Cersei now. I also feel that she's part Littlefinger. And with a small part of Tyrion, which for me... Anna Linatara? Yeah. And for me, I would rather live under a ruler that was part those people than live under what we've seen of Daenerys. But what so have we far. seen of Daenerys that's bad? Because all the people that you named are bad. The well, not, they're not... They no, may they're be bad. bad. Cersei's bad. But, Littlefinger's but bad. No. They are. He was, he, they're his, committed. They're they're determined. They make their decisions and they stick to no, them. No, what, what we've seen with Daenerys is she's been led astray by various people who told her they had her best interest at heart. Cersei Falls for let that. Euron run up in that thing. For a purpose. Oh. That goes back to my issue with her that I don't think we see with a, a Cersei or somebody else because she sometimes listens. But now... This episode, when they tell her, hey, let's fall back, let's chill. She's like, no. She also is not been getting the best results listening to people. Olena Tyrell sat her down and said, listen, your hand is clever. Mm -hmm. Men are clever. I've outlived a lot of clever men because I did what the hell I wanted to do. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. Yes. And had she listened to Olena and ran up, we might be in a whole different situation. She needs to learn from her ancestor. Aegon came through and killed thousands of people. The guy was still highly respected and by all accounts, still a good guy. Yeah. But he did what he had to do. And guess what happened? He ushered in a whole century and a half of peace after, you know, uniting the kingdom. He did what he had to do to bring about a larger peace. Daenerys is trying to kind of do it all at once. She's trying to be peaceful while still appearing strong. Stop. Stop. You are an invader to these people. But you are an invader. But she's also got these people telling her to do these things. Like Varys is flip-flopping. Well, maybe John should be king because, you know, the reluctant leaders may make the best kings. Well, pick a damn side. Well, well tell But that's your She needs to though. But, Who picked this team for her that you said like you said, she has people flip-flopping, which I agree hundred percent. Right. Like she can't really trust Varys. Tyrion's not making great decisions, whatever, whatever. This is she, a team that she picked. She's flip-flopping on what she what lessons she wants to learn and what lessons she wants to implement. You, that's her fatal flaw. Flaw. You cannot do it all. Pick a course and stick to it. To date, every opportunity that she's provided for them to be able to prove themselves has been a fail. It might only when I noticed that when they were standing in front of the Red Keep, Drogon was Daenerys. When they were standing in front of the Red Keep, Drogon wasn't actually that far away, and they had a whole bunch With of scorpions scorp- up on again, the top of the chain. They, Man, they I'd have been like. D&D, why didn't you just gun them down? Why did I thought the whole time when Tyrion talking to Kyburn and then he walked past him, I was like, oh, Tyrion's about to die. And then he was talking to Cersei and I'm like, she's not going to kill him. So to me, I don't understand why we are prolonging the inevitable Mm -hmm. when we could just murk everybody and be done with it. Since we're working backwards and we mentioned Euron, now, shouldn't Euron be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, Tyrion, how you know about said baby? Hey, listen, listen. Like, <laughs> immediately, he should be like, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm out too. I, wait, did y'all now, text? you just told you me 10 seconds ago. This just happened. This you just told of- me that I had a prince in there. There should be a lot of questions that he should have at the beginning of the next he's, episode. He's her. not exactly the guy you want to tell the baby is his. And then it's really her twin brothers. Right. Not exactly a like, stable guy. 
I mean, I don't think she's going to give birth to a child anyway because prophecy. Yeah, but, exactly. But even still, it should be immediate distrust there. Like, wait, why does Tyrion know about this baby? And he was standing right there in earshot. So I don't feel like he shouldn't have been able to hear it. But again, D&D are just doing things at this point. I think this week, Cersei dies. And the last week is saved for John and babies. Daenerys. I think, babies. I think this is the end I'm, of Cersei. I'm waiting week. on the ba- the Fire and Ice baby. I still think that that's going to happen. D&D have said that they're unplugging and going like somewhere with their wives, not near the internet. It's because they know they're about to do some dumb yeah. shit. And then they can yeah. skate off. Exactly. Yep. Jon Snow and Daenerys had the conversation about his lineage or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They had that conversation. <laughs> and John Daenerys, was so drunk and it was great. Daenerys was pretty much begging mm-hmm. begging I don't mean pretty much she was begging him not to say anything there was a part of me that understood mm-hmm. her perspective but it came off like very insecure very crazy it so it also on the one hand I'm seeing it and I'm like wow like she's really desperate because she doesn't want him to use her to usurp her in a like inadvertent way like he didn't even mean to unintentionally but then it also came across to me a slightly manipulative it, oh, it totally because, did. That was the first thing that popped in my head. Because if you love somebody. And she kept bringing that and up. And she was like, I love you. And we we can do this. And we can be like we were. And this boy, his entire identity has been, has been being a bastard. And of this great Lord. And when he finally finds out who he is. And he can share that with his, if no one else, but just his family. You don't want him to do that? At the same time, the same thing that we criticize her for in, in that. We got to criticize John for John. There's nothing saying that you got to tell them right now. There's nothing. It's but it's I will say this. I will say this because we were talking about Daenerys and how she doesn't always say the chorus and she flip flops, blah, blah, blah. Jon Snow is Jon Snow through and through. So as soon as oh, he found he out, it. I don't it didn't matter who told him not to tell. I think we all knew, knew he was going to tell. He was he was gonna gonna tell. He had to. But we knew that. You know what I mean? But like so much of his personhood, like so much of his identity has been wrapped up in the fact that he's a bastard. And he never knew his mother. And that was the literal last conversation that he had with who he thought was his father. He's stuck and when on that honor finally, crap, man. When you finally, because he's Ned Stark's son. So when you finally get the opportunity to know who you are, you don't want to be able to tell that to people, that's the, the closest well, people course, to you. Of course you would want to tell people. Right. But. And you rightfully should. But it was slightly manipulative <laughs> of Daenerys to try to say no, don't do that part. Because oh, well, sure. so that we can be together, so that we so can that, stay the way that we were. Because at the end of it, she looked like when she got to the part and she was like, I just told you how to fix it and yeah. walked out. I was like, oh, girl, she did like that took a turn. Back. Yes. She did. She talked with the hands. She yeah. Said, it, she had a whole neck. She's like, wait a minute. I just told you how to fix this. It was very. I am super hyped up for my Starbucks. Oh, the Starbucks. <laughs> with <laughs> D&D. So Somebody raggedy. lost their job. They raggedy. So, yeah. My question is, why y'all acting in front of the cup? So somebody said, and action. Y'all not going to be like, seriously? Y'all were in the scene with the so, cup. So nobody going to just, we just going to lead us here. We've seen her in, a, in the same scene in two different wigs. Y'all might not yes. have paid attention to that. I, I saw but pictures there after were, the fact. But yeah, in really? once, so the continuity person mm. is on slack. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't want us, I don't, I, I want us to go back to this. So they had the conversation. So John told, or uh, John Daenerys are having a conversation about what he should do. And I agree with you 100%. It really came off very manipulative because she used oh, sure. his heart. Mm-hmm. She she pulled on his heartstrings on why he shouldn't tell. And then she <laughs> and then she put rules on it on if he does tell because he's like, I, I need to tell. It's my family. It's my sisters, whatever, whatever. Well, now you have to swear in the secrecy. Like she's putting a lot on it, which made her come off 
very insecure. Yeah. Well, but she's not wrong, though, because we've learned the lesson umpteen times. What happens when you got multiple people claiming the throne? That's mm-hmm. true. We've seen it multiple times in the show and in the books. She knows exactly what will happen. So, yes, it can be looked at as manipulative, but it could also be looked at as cautious well, because yeah. of what we've seen. Well, well she just she saw them at that party. Well, that's what she got crawled down into her feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she and did. it didn't, got stuck there, She too. didn't get all the way down into her feelings until Tormund was like, who gets on a damn dragon? A madman or, or a, a king? king? And then they were like, yeah. And then she was like, oh, no, hold and, the hell on. Yo, I'm in the back so, like this. Shut, Shut up. up. So Daenerys, in terms of being clever, was very smart to make Gendry the Lord of Storms in. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. then you have a now major house who's going to always support you. Right. We've also seen that multiple times. But right. I also think that if John was the king, Gendry would be like, oh, cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know how solid her theory was, but I understand why she did, did that. Naming, she did this for one reason. That's to, to get an ally. It was right. finally a but smart the smart thing, thing is, she did. There's nothing to say that John wouldn't do that either. Right. And right? I think he would. Oh, oh we know that. So I don't think Especially that, John knowing who he is. We know that John's yeah. passing out promotions and jobs. Yeah. But here's the thing, and, though. And, and lottery tickets. John's giving out everything. Right. But here's the thing, though. So if, let's say, Daenerys does hold the throne, at least temporarily, and she calls her banners. He's a bannerman now. Mm-hmm. Let's say John, and there's a showdown between her and John, or her and John's advisors, or whatever. Well, Gendry has to choose a side at that point. Well, and the thing is, is Daenerys another other. other and he bent me. the knee. They aside all did, really. from him, yeah. he did. And aside from him being like legitimized, it's a it's a house outside of the north. Obviously, you know, you don't have any of the north. There's no way to convince me that John is going to choose to face off against Daenerys. No. There's even if she does wrong, I don't see it happening without it being something super big i mean now he bent the right now Tyrion and varus on the other hand Mm -hmm. they can they're king manipulators they They can can manipulate manipulate all of that stuff something in the happening because varus is already ready and he's ready to do it anyway he told Tyrion, he's like well i've spoken as honestly as i can therein lies the rub too because uh these it's a loophole you can manipulate situations to square them off and still say that well john didn't choose to do that john you know is still trying to be loyal ish whatever right so this is going to be interesting to me to see what exactly happens I'm, I'm keeping in mind the fact that they said this is supposed to be bittersweet in that i think that varus dies like next episode he told Tyrion basically like i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna do it and varus to, it's funny because he says he's loyal to the realm but i'm like you might just be a targaryen loyalist because a- you were about viserys mm-hmm. then you became about daenerys and now that you know that john has the claim you're now but, about John. He's still keeping to his word. His word is to support the realm. Yeah. It just so happens that to the, to him, the Targaryen rule was what was best for the realm. He didn't. He may have bent the knee to her and all that, but Varys don't care about bending. And the he knee. Was, he's already betrayed. And he told you straight up. Yeah. He was ready to hire Daenerys, but now he feels a yeah. better applicant just showed up. Right. Yeah. And a, a better applicant that has a penis that has a penis he that can that extend the the lineage and which I mean wouldn't have to create a whole succession that. rule. I mean. He's trying to look out for the realm and the innocence and all of that by still doing what he feels he needs to do now. All right. So there was something that you wanted to talk about with hurt feelings. Oh, man. The theme of the episode was who got left. Winterfell got left. 
Aria just said, I'm never coming. I'm never coming back. She was out. Brienne got left. Oof. She, oh, house coat. she had her house coat on. She was on, crying crocodile tears, too. She, she had a house coat on. She's ugly facing it, too, Oof. wasn't she? <laughs> hey, they are we stay su- with are, me. Are we surprised by what Jamie did, though? Hell no. I think, I think we may disagree on why he did it, but are we surprised that he did it? I think that that was Jamie pulling a Tyrion and Shay. And so that he can go ride down to kill Cersei. I don't think that he left Brienne on some, I'm going to go back to Jane. I'm going back to Cersei because I love her so there much. I don't think it was that. No, he he's may, not. He may be going back to try to convince her yes. of something. I, right. But he's not going too. back to her. He's not going back to her. And and because if that was the case, there was literally no point in the year's worth of Jamie's character development in his art. That it would be all for naught. Yeah. If she, if he went back to be up under her, mm-hmm. and he's him saying that he's not a good person, maybe foreshadowing of him betraying somebody else. Right. Yeah, but I think he did all that. Had Brienne standing there in her robe, mm-hmm. crying all those tears in the winter, like it wasn't gonna freeze on her face. Mm. He did that, like Tyrion did with Shay, to try to push her away, to, to give him that her. space to protect her. And I think that it's funny that the episode was called "The Last of the Starks" because Arya, and, when they're meeting. And it's the the siblings or whatever, or the siblings and the cousin. Um, she was like, you know, they're they're not like us. They're you know they're outsiders. That's what you hear from the Lannisters all the time. Mm-hmm. Nobody else but us matters. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting that now they're taking on that like, oh, we're this little pod, and nobody else can come in here. I don't like how people be jumping on Jamie for leaving. Like Arya didn't just give and go. Arya, she hit it's the a give and go, different. bro. It's a little different. She's not it's a, a lady, and Gendry knew that. And the, oh, okay, because that the, makes oh, it all right. The, the only way the situation is the same is if Brian initiated. So that's why it looks worse, because Jamie initiated. Brian was like, I'm, I'm going to bed. Right. You call I'm, me out I'm on being a virgin. My virgin. I'm going to His, bed. Right. And then Jamie yeah, came in, played genuine pony, <laughs> and then they did what they did. Do we think Arya has any more kills in her? I mean, the mountain is still on her list. Cersei's still on her list. Um, she took the hound off because they're homies. Yeah, they dope now. And I enjoy them and their little. That'd be a hell of a buddy cop TV yeah. show. That was a spinoff, <laughs> Arya and the Hound. Yo, I'd and watch I'd that. Because the Hound is hilarious. If, if Hound and Torment had a TV show, oh, I'm oh, telling you, the Hound. I'm telling you, the Hound has some of the best lines in the show. Yeah, because he gets to, they fight he gets to end everything with your cunt. Right. <laughs> well, and then he growled at that girl. Like he, the girl was like, "Is your drink done?" He was like, "No, bitch, get away." I'm, no, I'm here, like chilling. Everybody, every time somebody come around, he like, "Well, shit." And then Tormund, <laughs> Tormund crying to the hound was hilarious. As he's like, and she and that blonde head fucker just came, <laughs> and, and he was like, and he just took her, and he was like, "Don't touch me." Here's my prediction about Arya. Already killed the Night King. She's not killing Cersei. It's not happening. Okay. That's too much. She's not Michael Jordan. She, that's too much. My thought, my hope, fingers crossed, Arya kills Daenerys. She kills Danny. So, th- because, I'm glad you said that. because she already closed some brown eyes, she already closed some blue eyes with the Night King. Daenerys has green eyes. No, I looked at she the picture. Does not. I looked at the picture. Listen, listen, because Targaryens only have purple eyes. Then why, why on the show she got green eyes? Because That's, it's TV. Because and don't nobody in real life got purple eyes. Why on the show she got Starbucks? Why on the show she got Starbucks? Because she uh, sloppy. Brand, brand, sloppy. brand brought it back. Point. Sloppy. That that crow. He goes into the past, not the future. She's killing she's killing Daenerys. I'm halfway with you because in the trailer for the next episode, when Cersei's standing in front of that window smirking and whatnot, you see the silhouette of the mountain in the background. Just the silhouette. 
and it's a it's a long dramatic shot too right i've heard people say this what if that's aria or whatever i personally don't know if aria can imitate hulk like that well the thing about but, aria is she has not since she's gotten back to winterfell at least she hasn't used her faceless man talents in the way that she's used the face. It's about time she to. She could kill Jamie, take Jamie's face Tasteless and man. take Cersei out. Do you think it counts if she's there for the death, but she's not the one that gives the blow? I don't think her list matters anymore. I think that her list is just a list of people that need to die. She'd prefer to be the one to kill him. But as long as yeah, I don't think there's, I don't think they're holding. And she knows the that she's probably the most efficient one to take him off the list. So that's why she's keeping the list together. But if somebody else does it, Arya just has good. a I don't give a f attitude. I mean, she knows what she knows. She knows she's good at what she does. Right. And she's just gonna go about it. But I'm still confused you know? as to why she says she wasn't coming back to Winterfell. Because why would she? Unless she, unless she going she's going south with all intents to die. Well, everything she's learned from the faceless men was anonymity. You know, yeah, you know, so you that's know, what I was thinking. What is, what's left for her at Winterfell? To be, she can't be lady. She no, can't be anything I mean, other else. Other than the fact, but they at the same time they just made a whole big stink about this them being the last Starks, and them being family. They and maybe made that's that. why. Well, she she made this stink that she was like, yeah. you're family. You need to remember that. And she said it repeatedly because Arya was very like, she's like, look, we need to talk now. Right. Well, there won't be just Starks in Winterfell, though, either, according to her. I mean, you know, but, her perspective. I mean, but maybe but there that's, has to be a Stark. In but maybe that's what hey. the, maybe that's what the title was saying, though. They're the last of the Starks. So Arya is leaving Winterfell because she's about to no longer identify as a Stark, per se. She's going to become like full face. She's no woman, one. Whatever, you know she's what I mean? I mean, and then John is Targaryen. all into He's the a Targaryen. Targaryen now. There's no uh, the only so it's just Sansa and Bran. Bran's Bran not is Bran. the only right, and Bran is the only one that can further the line. Yeah, yeah. the artist formerly known as Bran. Yeah, so maybe that's what it's going with. Like so, Arya's leaving, not necessarily to die, but she's leaving to become what she feels like she's supposed to be I now. Think, but it could definitely refer to Sansa, just staying there, being you know what I mean. Because of what you guys just said, I mean, Bran isn't really he's Bran, not a Stark anymore. No, Bran Stark still owed Winterfell five albums, okay, <laughs> and so he just he decided to be the artist formerly known as Bran and go got by a symbol. Contract. That three eyed Raven got out that contract, so he's not a Stark anymore. And like you say, Arya is nobody. Nope, right. John's a Targaryen. That's right. So it, that could refer she, to her, which is actually uh, foreshadowing that not necessarily that the others will get killed. But that she is the last one to take the name Stark or to yeah. hold the name Stark. But at least in this, in into where we are in the show and in the world, there's several houses that have either either been wiped out, or that um, they're on the their last leg, meaning that they don't have any male heirs, right, to be able to to continue it. And at that point, whoever takes the Iron Throne is going to have to redistribute some of these houses. There's so going to be so many, so much paperwork. It's so Whenever many, somebody it's so many vacancies. They got so much they got to do. Because, and then that made me think about Bronn and the Riverlands and them promising Bronn Highgarden. Oh, we do got to talk about Bronn. First of all, Bronn is not civilized enough for Highgarden. And Olena Tyrell would roll. Bronn is, okay? Bronn is one of her roles. Shout out to Bronn. Bronn is real. Bronn is. Bronn is that Bronn's dude, like, you get Bron is about Walt. the bag, and I, that was it. I got this crossbow. He I will put it in. Bron is the only one that looks truly at home in Westeros. Like he's he's, he's living his best life. He's, he's comfortable. A sword. He, yeah, he's and comfortable. He get, but he's a, he's a lord now. Nat could thanks that he punched Tyrion in the nose. Like, that Tyrion, that Tyrion's like, my nose. said my nose is broken. No, it's not. How you know? You know, I would love to see a show. With, no, a show with him and the Hound is what I would watch. 
I would watch Braun. Mm-hmm. I would watch I a Braun and Tyrion show. But the, but Braun to that now in another reason why I think Jamie is going for Cersei and not to be with Cersei because he thought now hold the hell on this heifer sent my friend to kill me and my brother with this crossbow yeah and, and she won't she was, stop and she was readily like she, she was fine to kill me she's fine to kill me so why would I I don't understand what where Jamie would be that dim with it I mean nah, I know he does stupid he gets, stuff he gets more credit but than he that. also learns from his mistakes well he needs closure that's what it is. He needs closure. He, Close he didn't, her eyes. He did. I, I agree. I agree. He Close didn't. Your he eyes. didn't. She made the comment. No that one leaves me. Whoever leaves her is now on the opposite side of right. the line. And now, so he, he knows. pretty much, yes. you know, he knows what the situation is. And if he didn't know before, Braun showed up. Right. It's and just Braun, that everybody he's gonna, got bro, he's gonna show up and it's gonna go full Maury Pelvich. Everybody okay? got the damn like, That's my complex. baby. And your uncle be like, "Hey, that's your baby. That's my baby." And then Cersei's gonna be like. She's oh, gonna run off the stage. Watch, watch the Euron, watch the Euron's uh, uh, Jamie showdown. They're gonna square up. Hey, they're gonna square up. Look, one hand on them. Square one up. hand on them. <laughs> Again, Cersei gonna be running like on Mori to the backstage, crying because the DNA test determined that was a lie. <laughs> All right, so we know the episode's ending there. Um, <laughs> what we know, so I'm gonna have to figure out a way to shuffle this up to make this work. Um, poor dragon. Next episode. We know that Jamie is on his way. Well, yeah. We feel pretty confident. He said he's going to King's Landing, right? Yeah. We're not assuming that. He said mm-hmm. that verbatim. Yeah, he's on the ride. So Jamie's on his way there. Arya's on the way there. Hound's, Hound's on, way on his there. way there. Daenerys and them is already there. John's on the, his way yeah. there. Tyrion already there. They all there. Everybody already. but Sansa. Do we think anything big is going to happen this episode? So you already said that you believe Cersei's going to die. So that's yours. Unless you think something bigger than that. You can't really top that. For, for one episode, that has to be the biggest. Okay. Do you think? I don't know what at this point because, I mean, someone has to die. Something like that has to go down. But I didn't see Masande being, you know, headless at the end of this episode. And I damn sure didn't see. And I didn't see. Right. We were in Sleepy Hollow. (laughs) And I didn't see Rhaegal getting shot out the air either. There's one thing. There's only. This episode, it has to be one or the other. It has to be Cersei or Daenerys. Because that last episode has to be the final showdown. If there is a showdown, maybe it has to be the final bittersweet showdown. Maybe it's a triple threat match. All right, but I will say this. I have now jumped on board. I like that idea of Cersei dying this episode. Mm-hmm. And then the last episode, the Targaryen, all blah, 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 because now Varys could really do his thing. He'll probably die early. I don't think Varys is going to die this episode. I think he's going to die early in the last episode. But I like that idea. So I'm on I'm on board with Cersei dying, amongst other people. Mm-hmm. Um, Whenever, but yeah. When she she's the one. Like if she we had if we had to rank the top three characters, who we won't dead she, the most. Well, no, not that. I mean okay. the top three most important characters to the show. Cersei's in the top three. It's yeah. John, Daenerys, Cersei in some order. Right. So losing her, there's nothing unless, unless they we lose. Unless they go for the kill shot and they take John out. Whoa. Many I mean, ways look, with this second for to no last reason, episode. Ray ass got clapped out of nowhere yo, yo, so quick. nowhere i'm telling you that's what happens when you you in this, if there is sunlight on you and you smiling and stuff in westeros something about to die it's foreshadowing Rhaegal's they was looking at each other all happy the dragons were happy it was like an 80s sitcom so i was like something about to happen Rhaegal's wings had holes in them already he yeah. was trying to flap them oh, things and then he caught that one in the then neck the though. neck was and it was like gurgle blood and i was mm-hmm. like oh mortal combat fatality down thank you for checking out another episode of the review Peace.